Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Nice Welcome to see you again. Back. Indeed. <laughs> we are official now. We are a weekly writing podcast. So it's not just a <laughs> not just a fling. <laughs> kind of scary. And yes. you know, here's me with a, with, with a glass of water and notes and everything. It's it's almost like we're getting semi-professional. Right, right. We we will need to remedy that at some point. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of scary. Oh, jingle, believe it or not. <laughs> nice. And uh, I mean, it's it's nothing. Uh, it's, it's basically typewriter noises. I I I felt I I felt it was fitting, yeah. But yeah, tell us. Yeah, that works. Tell tell us what you think. Is it too long? Is it too I don't know. Typewritery. Let us know. Um, and while we're on the on the subject, um, we have we have listeners. We 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 dig the analytics. We have listeners, so that's good. You did the analytics. Um, yeah, well, you know, um, but uh, that's that's only because I'm I'm doing kind of the logistics part of this. Yeah, you're you're, 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 you're the technical wizard. Yeah, and 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 you're the brains of the operation. So it's teamwork. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about that. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be great if if uh, if you guys and gals could. Um, could leave us uh, a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you are using to to listen to this, um, and uh, yeah, send us your feedback on on Anchor or on Twitter or or on you. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we have we have an email brightgreens.podcast at gmail.com. So you know you can drop us a line there or multiple lines even. Or you can contact either of us directly on Twitter as well. Uh, I am assuming all of the links for all of this will be in the show notes again. Yes, they will be. Absolutely. So how, how have you been since last episode? I've been good. Um, I've done a shockingly little amount of writing, which uh, is, is, is not really good for the fact that I'm meant to be an author. But it's just it's one life gets in the way um and it, it's really annoying because the, the the book i'm writing at the moment is uh, a high fantasy novel which i actually know all of the major plot points for it which is also unusual for me but that just means i get snagged on the little things so just how to complete a little scene how to move into how to uh, transition from one particular section to another is just i get bogged down in things like that and it gets frustrating what about yourself um well uh, let's hold on hold on for a minute, minute there um high fantasy so uh, care yes. to care, care to tease it a little bit um i don't really know how to <laughs> If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's just uh, I'm I'm curious because uh, you know it's it's a departure for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. is it? Uh, obviously, my first my first two books were um, um, kind of urban fantasy, so they're set in the modern day. They feature uh, vampires and 
that sort of thing. Um, the main reason for the departure is there was this uh, idea that was stuck in my head uh, of particular characters, um, the kind of layout of the story I wanted to go with, and it just it, it wouldn't go away. And at the time, I was having uh, having issues um, with the the, th- the third story in my urban fantasy series. Um, I'd I'd written it all out, but I was just not happy with it at all, and I kept trying to either edit it into into something that I was happy with or rewrite it, and nothing was working. So I just thought, time to move away for a moment, try something different, and then see if I can approach reapproach my third urban fantasy book in a, it, it, with a different a different outlook. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm making that departure for those yeah, reasons, yeah. really. New, new things are always good. Variety is the spice of life, as they say. Um, so I'm excited for you. You know, if you have anything, any, anything uh, you want to share or, or you're looking for feedback, I'm quite happy to. Um, yeah, I mean, um, at some point, I'll uh, certainly throw you what I've got and see what you think of it um see if you can offer any, any kind of advice that uh, help me get through the uh the bit i'm snagged on at the Excellent. moment yeah um i i haven't been writing at all um not for pleasure anyway um i've been working a lot uh which is a lot of writing but uh, nothing too exciting um i've been reading a lot i've been burning through the expanse books and uh yeah i've seen your uh, updates on that yeah, on twitter um they are they are great and and it's kind of what uh i'm as i mentioned last week i'm i'm kind of just uh, writing moments um writing small scenes or or uh-huh. or something something like that and it and it is science fiction and it is kind of a uh hard science fiction um and and it's kind of a kind of a research for me uh, to to get a feel of, of how others do it because then I will have to spend I don't know a month reading something else to get to not to copy um, the expense books but uh, but yeah it's been great fun and it's been long overdue so. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, reading is always a um, a valuable thing for writers to yeah. do anyway, because obviously um, it, it helps you uh, see how other people tackle certain issues and how they how they write. And it, it, it can just it, sometimes it can just inspire you to write your own things. <clears throat> um, and there's it's, it's, a, it's a very many yeah. reasons and 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 it's it was so interesting um ever since i started uh taking the writing seriously um i i noticed um that my brain is kind of uh switching between the writing brain and the reading brain and and you know as as i go further into a book um i'm, I'm noticing things that um yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what happens next, how I would write it, how I would plot it. And uh, sometimes it, that's what happens and sometimes it, it, it isn't. Um, but it's, it's an interesting, almost out of body experience. Um, 
and and it happens all the time like uh i was i was watching solo um the other uh last week and um and i was i was almost screaming at the at the screen uh, that's now how you should do this at all so uh my my disappointment with the movie mostly comes from those kind of perceived missed opportunities um but yeah it's it's definitely an interesting thing and and uh, it's it it gives a, a unique flavor to to being a writer reading something yeah there was a uh, a trilogy that i read um last year that was it, it was frustrating to read because there was there was a lot of potential behind the storyline um I could, I could see that it could have been really good, but there was, uh, I was seeing a lot of things where there was a lot, uh, I could see all the missed opportunities for things that would have made it better and easier to read and more, more engaging, more entertaining to read. Um, and that really frustrated me because as an, as an author myself, I could see all the things that were, or maybe not all, but I could see a lot of the things that were missed that could have made it a much better book or trilogy and it was just really frustrating to read partly for that reason right so yeah i completely kind of uh segues into into the topic that uh that we we agreed to talk about uh today yes um so basically um to kind of uh expand on something that you uh, you briefly mentioned last week uh, it was about uh adaptations of books for tv and film um and y- you mentioned about uh how it as you said has to satisfy the source material um but there it's also obviously got to be uh pleasing enough for for fans of the and also not alienate people who are going to be new to the uh the, the franchise um so uh, yeah i mean this was something that you um you you primarily brought up so uh, what are your thoughts on it um yeah uh, well uh basically it's uh, i've been uh, i've been thinking a lot about adaptations in the last few years because uh, i've been fascinated with uh, multimedia um entertainment and storytelling and um and there is there is it's it's kind of a it's kind of a paradox situation because you have to tell the same story but at the same time you are not telling the same story because the medium is different and um Mm. and you know that brings up the question does does the medium define the story or or does the story the transcend the medium um and and at the you know there i i don't know if there is there is even um a set way to adapt anything like my my favorite my two favorite examples is one of one of one of the lord of the rings movies um which i think they are brilliant movies and they are they are great pieces of filmmaking but they are yeah peaceful adaptations um particularly the second and third one um and and on the other end uh, the example is uh the expanse 
um, series, which is, um, I mean, it's seven books so far, the eighth coming out um, end of this year, um, and three seasons of television, and they, uh, and, and, and so they, they have very similar things that they do to adapt a book to motion picture. Um, but while they are doing the same things, they are doing it for different reasons or rather, um, the Lord of the Rings changes characters for no reason at all. Um, while the expanse have a very, very clear, um, concept and a very clear, um, way of doing it. And, um, I'm very intimately familiar with both, uh, source, source materials, um, which is interesting to see, to see, to, to recognize the, the narrative choices and the reasoning behind one and kind of being dumbfounded by the lack of it in, in the other. So that, that, that certainly was an interesting thing. And, and I think, um, thinking about adaptations is something every writer should concern, concern themselves with, because obviously it's like with any language, um, the, the more fluent you are in, in a different language, like, uh, if you're a writer, then you know, what kind of vocabulary so to speak, filmmakers use, um, mm. and and just telling your story um, on in, in in different media uh, media and and especially if you can pull it off and create a, a truly transmedia um, piece of work that that works across multiple things. That's that's obviously the dream. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's definitely something that um, a lot of uh, a lot of authors hope for is that you know their their books will eventually become a film or a TV series or uh, anything like that. Um, because obviously, we want to we want to see the th uh, kind of our dream, our, our hard work become kind of be brought to life. Um, I think to an extent it's something that uh, all authors uh, hope to see at some point. Um, although sadly most never will. Um, but on the, uh, on, so on a different uh, matter, I think uh, it's it's difficult. I think to talk about uh, adaptations without bringing up things like uh, Game of Thrones as well. Oh yeah, um, because obviously that was that's um, the, the main thing there is it's becoming quite tricky uh, in in current seasons for the TV series because it's getting to a point in the show where um, George R. R. Martin hasn't actually written the things that it's going into. So they're now uh, working very heavily with him in order to produce the TV series and to keep it going in a direction that's at least similar to what he's planning to write. Um, but there again, the, the, there are changes that are made. Um, uh, he was lucky to actually uh, have been um, able to work with the creators of the TV show, so that any changes that were made obviously went um, went through him. Um, like certain characters changed names, or they were amalgamated into another character, mainly for ease of ease of the ease of storytelling to avoid confusion. <clears throat> 
it's 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 the same thing with the expense and 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 uh, that's that's one very interesting thing that that you said is that the dream is obviously to reach a larger audience and 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 see your stories told um in a, in a different medium and at the same time i think it's uh it would be very it, it would be very important advice for for writers to 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 in, instead of aspiring to for their works to be adapted um produce works that uh, that work across different media um and it's it it it's getting easier and easier i mean uh filmmaking has a has a lower and lower uh bar of entry um you can you can shoot a movie on your phone you can even edit the movie on yeah. your phone um and 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 all these digital tools that we use um really allow um creative people because at at this point like the the lines between the dis- disciplines are are kind of getting blurry um mm-hmm. sure we are still you know we are writers and they are filmmakers and then there are musicians and artists and all that stuff but but at the same time we uh like there is no um is is a meme based on uh, that's that's telling a pun is it a is it a writer's joke is it a is it a, a visual joke what is it so um those those definitions are are get uh, are disappearing and uh, and yet we are still thinking in terms of of uh, you know um what visual storytelling is and what uh, textual storytelling is um, yeah i i think at a, at a certain level at least it's um those definitions still exist mainly for the ease of um, easily identifying certain things. It's just that it's just easier and more uh, more convenient, I think, to to stick with those rigid subjects. Certainly, and and also another uh, another kind of warning is that you know everybody wants to get more uh, like more people to to experience their their stories um but that's that's another kind of a pitfall um is that uh the audience of a movie is usually very very different from an from the audience of a book and mm-hmm. there is yeah, obviously really. overlap and there's obviously movement between them but uh, but it's uh, like I, I, I myself, I consider myself a very cinematic writer. Like when I'm writing, it's kind of like uh, I'm writing down the movie that I'm seeing in my head. Yeah, I'm very much the same in that regard. And and I think that's kind of a, a generational thing, um, because obviously we we grew up exposed to this stuff and 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 just having a lot more visual um, uh, input than 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 otherwise but uh some like some people aren't some people some people experience books very differently than i do um yeah. and uh and and obviously some people write uh write their stories in in a, in a very different manner it's just um it's obviously not during the creative process but during the editing and during kind of the the stepping back and looking at it from a different angle it's it's important to to temper those aspirations a little bit uh because a good adaptation is is very rare 
Yeah, no, it, 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 there's obviously problems with um, translating to a different medium because some things don't translate well uh, from a book to to um, TV or film, for example. Um, there's always going to be some things that just won't translate properly, and if the if if the creators of the TV shows or films aren't coordinating with the original author, then sometimes they'll make decisions that don't don't really work for the story and and that's when you can end up with a a, a bad uh, adaptation or an adaptation that begins well but goes bad later on yeah um and and it's uh and it's interesting that you say i was thinking like uh, i was kind of playing the argument out in my head when you first uh uh, mentioned that we should talk about adaptations and then i figured what if next week we talked about kind of a skirt the, the topic of copyright a little bit um and uh, intellectual property um because the the way the business works right now or or the, the way it still works largely um is that uh you you kind of sell the right to for for your work to to be adapted to the screen or or to uh, to the stage or what have you, um, but you you also release creative control and I think one of the, one of the, the ways that we could we could manage um, what you just said and and kind of avoid um, uh, flooding people with uh, with bad ad adaptations is is kind of. Uh, mandating that the that the author um is part of this process um yeah. as much as you know um some people don't care about you know like stephen king famously doesn't care about uh the adaptations um as long as he gets paid and, and that's that's a perfectly valid uh valid approach i just i just think that uh we would have much less uh bad adaptations if if there was a if there was a more organic way of doing it yeah certainly um it's, it's something that kind of springs to mind is um um i'm mainly bringing this up because i recently watched spider-man homecoming um and <laughs> Um, it's kind of connected to what you've just been saying. Obviously, we've had like that, that series of, of, of films has now been rebooted like twice. So you had the original tr three, uh, the original trilogy with uh, Dover Maguire, which, like I said, it started off well and then got progressively worse because they were ad ad adapting from you know, various different comic books, um, and then it got canned, rebooted with Andrew Garfield, which started off well and then dive bombed um and then it got rebooted again with uh um tom holland and you know hopefully that might be a bit better but we don't know um but it just ends up that when there's not that when there's not that uh coordination with with people who are originally involved with the original stories and things you, you end up getting these adaptations that could be good that could be bad it's almost a lottery with whether or not it's going to be worth worth doing in the first place yeah um it's 
like you said, it's it's kind of uh, uh, it's very apparent now that uh, that we need people who understand the source material, who understand the context around it, um, and um, and and this blurring of lines between disciplines, um, the the chance for for writers to to I don't know uh, like through silly things and and kind of unconnected things like doing a vlog or 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 making silly videos or or what have you or making a podcast um it's 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 a different medium and a different approach to storytelling which even even unconsciously affects the way that you tell stories so um and and the way that you have insight into the production of 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 a, uh, of, of a different medium, um, you understand that uh, when the time comes or if the time comes um, and your work is is uh, made into an audio play to stick with the podcast thing, then you are not lost. You And, and you, you know, there can be a discussion because I think the big disconnect between um, at, uh, those doing the adapting are these the adapters that that doesn't sound right the, the adapters I get and the adaptees yeah so <laughs> um so the so the big disconnect is that they are they don't understand each other because they are not uh, speaking the same language it's it 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 is a translation from one medium to another and mm. then you know it's then we are getting into like what do you adapt do you adapt the characters and the setting do you adapt the plot so what is the story um and that you are bringing in or what is the core of the story that you that that makes up that particular um work that what you can shed and change and what you you need to keep intact mm. and if and if we understood each other like um um we understood that what needs and requirements uh, filmmakers had, then we would have a lot more good adaptations of books to film because then we have a visual um, uh, understand. We have an understanding of of what visual storytelling is and what plays well, what doesn't. Um, that of course changes the the way we write things. So that's mm. that may be a dangerous path, but uh, yeah, it's a balancing act, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But but uh, speaking of visual storytelling, though, um, I'm not sure that's that's even a valid uh, or or it's it's much less valid uh, cont uh, counter argument uh, than it was before because. Uh, what I'm seeing is that people are pushing the um, the idea of visual storytelling into into new territories. So what may not be considered visual by I don't know traditional standards or what have you, or or not obviously visual storytelling, it can be actually a very compelling piece of uh, cinema um, mm -hmm. if somebody with the with the intent and the and the cooperation gets gets to it so absolutely 
So the, yeah, that's my take on 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 adaptations, and I think uh, yeah, we 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 are seeing a lot. And and what you said is is just a brilliant example. Like comic book movies are are a brilliant example, and Marvel in particular is is uh, as opposed to DC, um, who can't figure out how to how to tell stories, how to use their characters in a. The same way Marvel does with theirs, um, mm. and that 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 really is surprising because who else will know uh, more about the context of the characters than DC? Yeah, <clears throat> and there are just in, incredibly incredibly smart people at Marvel. Like if if like the Marvel movies are uh, entertaining pieces of of of. Uh, storytelling on their own but the way they layered it is that like uh, the uh, amalgam of multiple characters into one or multiple stories behind one character and the all the easter eggs and and the references and all that stuff um it just uh it's just a, a gold mine of of a fan who who recognizes that hey yeah i, I read that story in the comics um but it 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 doesn't it it doesn't hurt the story itself um if you didn't so so yeah that's, yeah that's, uh, they're also example. they're done in such a way where um the fans of the of the comic books of the uh, who have seen these original storylines can actually you know see things that they identify with that they're familiar with but uh, people who haven't read the comic books, like myself, can still see this these particular things and still enjoy them and not feel like they're they're missing out on something. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of my knowledge of uh, of uh, Marvel stuff comes from um, the animated series, so like the animated Spider Man series back in the nineties and the animated X Men series, um, and that's where a lot of my knowledge has come from. Um, so. Even then, I'm I'm still able to enjoy Spider-Man movies and enjoy Iron Man movies and uh, all the, the the new stuff that's been generated through the uh, the MCU over the last few years. I'm still a- really able to enjoy those and not feel alienated, even though I've never read the original comic books that have these storylines in. Yeah, um, absolutely, and and. Uh... Like I, I read not all of the all of the Marvel comics, but uh, but quite a few of them, um, and uh, and just recognizing that not recognizing not only the stories behind it or the source material behind it, but also kind of understanding the 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 re, the narrative reasoning um, why they they adapted the Civil War. Um, that's kind of the most recent one that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, because both uh, Ultron and uh, and Thanos and 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 all the stories are are really old, um, and have been told multiple times. Uh, but Civil War is is kind of a, a recent thing, and and I read both the original Civil War and the second Civil War in the comics, and I could see the narrative reasoning that uh, they largely took the first Civil War story. Um, and 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 made it into uh, made it fit into the MCU's established framework, um, 
and yeah. but but at the same time the argument and the story beats and 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 uh, the ideas were the same and 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 it really gets me thinking that yeah the, during the adaptation process what like at what point is it become does it become a, a unique new thing and and how what what is the what is the essence of the story that without which you cannot say that this is the same or this is an adaptation so um and that that's kind of, that kind of exercise i think it's 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 very helpful to to any storyteller but writers in particular is that uh, figuring out different uh, because when you I don't know about you or or anyone else, but um, I I start to write write down something. Like I said, I'm I'm writing down the movie that's already playing in my head. So there is very little conscious decision making. Um, but at the same time, that decision making process and understanding it um, is is hugely beneficial. And that's the way I experience it. So that I I recognize it in in the works of others and then try to dissect it. Yeah, and that's a useful exercise to any writer. I, I would recommend it is uh, take the source material, take the adaptation, and try to figure out the you know why they did what they did. Um, and and I I my uh, personally I consider uh, an adaptation bad when there is no narrative reasoning, there is no um, foundation for a change. It's just a change because I don't know they needed to put like in 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 the Lord of the Ring movies, um, the plot didn't need Faramir to change. Um, there is there is no there is no upside. It's just that they some it, it's just something they did. And to the life of me, I couldn't figure out why. I could figure out why Theoden. Um, did what he did in the movie because uh, they needed kind of a, a huge visual sacrifice type of scene um, but they could have achieved it uh, in a very different way that's more true to, to the book so I'm, I'm not forgiving that but yeah that, that these kind of exercises I think they are hugely beneficial and incredibly insightful um, and, 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 uh, and good to do stuff that's uh it's it's really good for um just it's really good for writers to do little uh exercises like that just in in a whole lot of ways even if it's just for um understanding the reasoning behind adaptations and things like that or if it's just to improve your own your own works and things like that it's it's always good yeah. to try and do those sort of uh, those sort of projects Absolutely, and 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 you know what? Um, this is something that I think we we are pretty alone, or, or we are pretty unique in, in saying because um, I've been through a lot of uh, you know writing advice, um, mm -hmm. but never ever have I have I heard that uh, yeah you should you know you should look at adaptations and figure out how they did it. Yeah, I think, think uh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's not something that's really widely advised about. You know? um, no one ever uh, ever offers advice about 
thinking about how your stuff would be adapted or anything like that. It's it's just not not brought up in any kind of advice at all. Yeah, and you know it's it 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 could be said. Um, I like I'm I'm arguing with myself in my head, so um, I hope it doesn't spill over to to the audio. Um, I'm sure that but, helps. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, it, it could be argued that you know it's kind of academic and it's kind of you know it's not practical but it could be practical I mean um, like uh, as, as a writing project don't try to force yourself to to do uh, a completely new thing take something that you like and know and adapt it to whatever into a screenplay or a stage play or or just uh, i don't know condense it down into a short short story or something uh, adapt something so you you are because an adaptation is is a much more conscious decision making process it's kind of like translation from one language to another um but obviously if somebody doesn't speak uh, 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 more than one language, which is perfectly fine. Um, but, uh, but this could be a way to experience the same thing is that you have to make decisions and you have to think about them because every decision has has an increased weight. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a writing exercise nobody is doing. Yeah. So I'm... Um... If uh, if you've if for anybody who's listening to us then and who is you know uh, an author themselves try these things out see what uh, see what see what you guys think um, let us know if that's uh, a process that works for you or if it's something that um, takes away from you know your focus for whatever project you're working on is uh, certainly something to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, um, reach us out, reach, reach us uh, uh, on Twitter, on email, um, leave a comment, um, uh, wherever you, you listen to this. Tell us we are idiots or tell us that we are uh, right or anything in between. Um, tell us that Craig talks too much. Yeah. Do I? Do I? I do. Um, I, I, I just think it's funny that it, the the last uh, in the last episode you said that um, for reasonings of uh, of your accent you're going to let me do the lion's share of the talking and then proceed to talk for about twenty minutes about. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, I think it's great. You clearly, um, you you've clearly yeah. thought a lot about uh, about the this whole adaptations thing, and it was something that you certainly know a lot more of than I do. So it makes sense for you to have. Um, a lot more of the input on that. It's just you, it, you, it just amused me as all that. <laughs> you know the old old saying uh, that I think, therefore I don't write. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the, definitely. And send us, uh, you know, send us your thoughts, send us your uh, comments, and send us uh, book recommendations because uh, you know we have a lot of books to read but we are always looking for more stuff to read and not write and procrastinate over. absolutely so, um and uh and we would be happy to uh you know read read things and uh, talk about them on the podcast absolutely and uh yeah after um this this will be a long episode but this will be a fun one and especially it's uh 
going to be interesting to edit it together. Um, sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh, glitchy weirdness earlier. Yeah, but you know, uh, I think I figured it uh, figured it out, so um, it won't happen again. Fingers crossed. Well, but uh, yeah, we will talk to you next week. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, in case you've forgotten who we are, um, we should have in- reintroduced ourselves for any new listeners. Uh, but this has been uh, Martin Curl, myself, um, and my good companion here, Greg. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Um, and uh, as usual, uh, any links to uh, things that we've mentioned will be uh, placed in the show notes for this episode. Um, and yeah, we hope you'll join us again next week. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, guys.